0: Hello and welcome to the Mars Hill Institute podcast. This is your host John Bennett, uh, founder of the Mars Hill Institute. Today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 5 verses 11 through 18. We're going to be continuing in our discussion of the peril of adultery. So we'll call this the peril of adultery part 2. Here Solomon continues to explain the consequences of associating with and giving in to the enticements of an immoral woman. He's talking to his sons in this in this passage, and so in in the previous verses he describes the results of giving in to the temptation of adultery or infidelity. There he said that the results were loss of honor, enslavement. Loss of wealth and loss of the ability to support your own. In these verses, Solomon describes the remorse felt by one who has been destroyed by adultery or infidelity with the immoral woman that he speaks of in verse 3. The results of adultery and infidelity can be physical as well as relational and spiritual. In verse 11, the person is described as mourning when his flesh and body have been consumed. He describes the remorse by recounting the lamentations of the young man as he describes how he hated and failed to heed instruction in righteousness and correction. He described how the young man confesses to not having obeyed his instructors and how that fact has brought him to ruin. It's easy to hate the instructor or corrector when what they are saying isn't what you wanna hear. When I was young, I often hated the instruction of my father, but years later, I often saw the great wisdom in his teachings. He knew more than I did about life and could have saved me countless setbacks due to my own foolishness. How much greater is the instruction of our heavenly father? In verses 11 through 14, Solomon says, And you mourn at last when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say how I have hated instruction, and my heart despised correction. I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. So the consequences of adultery and infidelity are real, and can cause your physical relational and spiritual destruction in verses 15 through 18 solomon gives instruction in the form of a figurative statement he says to drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well it's instruction to stay with the one who is your own mate it is clear from god's word that it is his intent for his people to have a lifelong relationship with one spouse Although this concept seems foreign, in today's permissive world, God's blueprint results in the best life. He asked the question, should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets? He's saying that it's not proper to have relationships with others besides your own spouse. He instructs, let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. God knows how his creation is designed to work, and he gives us valuable instruction for how how to live our lives in a way such that we can thrive and have the fullest lives within that framework. The examples are all around us of how adultery and infidelity have destroyed countless families. In spite of this fact, our society continues to exalt freedom to do your own thing over righteousness god himself has given us the freedom to make decisions for ourselves but he's also given us the instruction necessary to avoid our own destruction in the world so in verses 15 through 18 solomon says drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well should your fountains be dispersed abroad streams of water in the streets let them be only your own and not for strangers with you Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. So a key concept here is to drink from your own cistern. Have patience and look at relationships from a long-term perspective. Look for the one that you can live the rest of your life with and not just what looks satisfying in the short term. Look for the one who aligns completely with your own soul. The family is the most basic unit in society, and that's, and that's that way by God's design. Please recognize that tremendous blessing and value it for what it is. Our world would be so much better if husbands and wives would commit to love each other and to devote their lives to each other and their families instead of selfishly pursuing carnal and ultimately temporary desires. So my question for you today is, do you trust God's Word to the point that you're willing to base your important life decisions on it? And my challenge to you today is that we might commit to hearing, internalizing, and applying God's timeless wisdom, especially in the areas of family and interpersonal relationships. So thank you for joining me today. Join us again tomorrow with our daily podcast, and Bible study. You can visit us on the web at marshillinstitute.com, and you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Mars Hill Institute. Thanks again, and we'll look forward to catching up with you later.